Hey guys, this is Jose for the Only One Little Podcast. And before I get this episode away, I kind of want to make a quick PSA announcement. Due to last week's work schedule, I kind of got backtracked on making a more recent episode. I did plan to make another one, like, on the same day, but... Let's just say things got a little, I wouldn't say inconvenience, things got a little, you know, prioritized. So, for the right, for the purposes of this PSA, I just want to say, um, sorry, I mean, that was my bad. I probably should have handled that, and also, sorry for planning you know this late because like I said did the work it kind of well I wouldn't say it inter- well it kind of inter- well I'm not sure if it's interfering with my work but it it's actually like I mean I don't want to say interfere because that sounds like negative but or getting in the way that's actually sounds way worse. I mean, but I think, in, but in terms of interference, I think that means like it's like it's getting in the way of certain things. But anyway, to um to get back on the issue, it's. It's causing a mix-up in my schedule to produce any episodes. Um, I will, in the future, actually tell you guys, hey, I can't make an episode, or, yeah, this episode's gonna come out late. I mean, last time I didn't, so, sorry about that. But as of right now, that's all I could do. Well, uh, honestly, that's it. Actually, I mean, not much else to say. I mean, as far as PSA goes, I mean, this is as best as I'm gonna do. So. You know, I mean, come on, guys, give me a break. And it's, you know, I'm not saying that as like, oh, give me a break, as in, like, I'm like, hold the fuck up. It's more like, give me a break, as in, as in, oh, like, I'm doing the best I can right now. Like, just be patient with me, kind of wait. So, as far as PSAs go, I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. For a quick rant, I just want to emphasize a little, you know, pet peeve of mine. It's the, uh, you're on, it's like, like, you get off work and you want to, like, get on your phone and, like, 
do something while I'm like call your ride or something and then or, or or while you're waiting put on YouTube and watch a video or listen to music and then or just when you're about to pull out your phone like you want to adjust like like do any of the things I just mentioned and then like someone calls you and you're like whether it's like doesn't matter who it is like friend or like doesn't matter or, or interview and in your mind it's like come on man really <laughs> it kind of gets like I really don't want to tell this to anybody like because it's like to them I'm like I don't want to insult anyone by saying like dude don't like don't bother me right now to them it's actually it's actually like that's how people were gonna interpret it like I was like fine man whatever man and then people get mad I mean for me it's like I mean, at least give me like a minute or five and just catch my breath, you know? But, I mean, I mean, nothing serious. I mean, it's just something I want to get out of the way first before I go. I start, before I start my actual topic. So, with that little run out of the way, I kind of want to get to a topic that's kind of dear to me. And I know it's not something like that for everyone. Or, I know a lot of people don't find it interesting, but I do. And that is like, you know, cinema or film. Because, as most of you know, I am a film major. I'm not sure if I mentioned it in the... uh in the my life um, episode, but when I went to college, I like I foc- I made my film the main focus of my you know major, and I get it at that it's and everyone's telling me oh it's you should have picked history because you're so good at history you know all these things. Well, that is true. I mean, film is also something like that I like, you know. And it's not just like, oh, did you know this? Or, oh, this actor, this, that, or whatever. Like, behind-the-scenes stuff. No, I, I really wanted to get in touch, you know, making my own films, you know. It even started in high school when I was good at, like, editing videos and making videos. But even those even those were for school. But even then, that even piqued my interest. So... I want to talk about like certain aspects of my skills in film. Um, I'll get to the actually I'll get to the I'll cut to the chase on this one actually. As a director, he, it's it's tough, you know, when you're making a project and you like you're in charge of it. I mean, it is the most stressful job you can get in the film industry. 
because you know that you're in charge of a crew, you're in charge of equipment, you're in charge of this and that, and quite honestly, it's very you know it's challenging. You know, I mean, I never. I mean, even though I've shot like shorts and school projects, it's tough. You know, it's like getting the town together. Sometimes equipment doesn't, you know, it falters, and and sometimes your talent doesn't show up, and I've had that before. I mean, and the the only thing I can, like, really say that, eh, sorry, sorry about that. The only thing I can, like, really put my A for effort, like, actually the one thing that I'm proud of is the, like, the promo that me and my class did for, you know, for the planetarium at OCC. Or to the school I went to. And... Oh my god. But anyway, sorry. Anyway. The... But even then, that was, that was a class effort, and like, and every group had their own director, you know. And it was just filming like two seconds, and then two seconds since I got, I think I like the last four seconds. Well, kind of, but anyway. But even then, like, even though I had my professor to teach me, it's like, oh yeah, and like it's like this, or or I just try, maybe do it like that. I mean, yeah, I get it. But when I tried it on my own, it's difficult because sometimes the scene didn't come out right. Like, the script needed a little work. Like, the line, like, dialogue was off. Timing was off. I mean, the line didn't, like, go with certain things. I mean, it's... And here's the thing. I became... I wanted to become a director because it's... I needed a change in the sense that I need to lead, okay? I need to say, okay, we're doing it like this. Okay, go there, go there, do this, do that. You know, as a way to, um, you know, build, like, leadership skills, you know? That's actually one of the reasons that, like, at my new job, I took a ship lead position because I need that. I need to lead by example in terms, like, I have a job. And they put me in charge of it. I'm going to lead. I have to lead. If there's trouble, I have to learn how to fix these things. In a sense, I have to know how to think on my feet. I have to think on my feet. Because the job demands it. Well, not really demands it. Because I am going to be throwing curveballs. And the challenge is whether if I can overcome those curveballs, you know. Obviously, it's not an easy position to be in, you know. Because it's like, okay, something goes wrong, how are you going to fix it? Or what if, what if this and that? What if, what if, what if, you know? You always got to, like, think, like, one step ahead. You got to, like, think outside the box. It's like, okay, this happened, how am I going to fix it? All right. What if this happens? Okay, what if your talent shows up? Okay, do this. Like, can you, like, work around certain things? Or what if, like, your lead doesn't want to do it anymore? All right, then we'll go to the next person. I mean, that's that's the job. And it's hard, I mean. 
And I keep hearing stories about Spielberg, like how he almost like, like he almost quit, like he almost quit like after Jaws. That's how tough the skit. That's how tough making Jaws was. And speaking of Spielberg, I mean, when he directed Schindler's List and Jurassic Park, when he, here's the thing, when he finished Jurassic Park, he went on to work on on Schindler's List. I mean, by the time he was filming Schindler's List, he was already editing Jurassic Park. I mean, that that took a lot out of him, actually. I think, dude, I think it almost took him, like, almost a year. And he said he, like, he was, like, exhausted at the end of it. Like, he, like, yeah, he was exhausted because he was working on two films. I mean, yeah, those movies became, you know, become, you know, classics in their own. But, like, the work and, like, the stress I mean, of all that, I mean, I may have to be in a position where I have to be like, okay, I'll direct this movie while pre-planning for this one. Okay, this movie's finished. Okay, now I'll start working this one. All right, I'll edit this. I'll I'll keep producing this one. I mean, it's tough. And that's how, that's one of the challenges that I have to like go through and I'm I mean granted there is confidence building right there where I can be like I can do this but how quickly it can be be like okay I can do this too like what have I gotten myself into you know but that's how film goes I mean everyone thinks like oh film is easy oh becoming an actor is easy oh doing this doing that in film oh that's easy not really it goes a lot of work into that. I mean, why do you think there are like voice acting classes? Because voice acting, even though your face isn't seen, you're bringing a character to life, and you gotta bring it to life like behind the scenes. Because if you don't, I mean, nobody like nobody's gonna believe him. Nobody's gonna believe the character. And I'm actually. I respect voice actors because I've met a few of them. And some of them told me, dude, it's not easy. And behind the scenes, they have to, like, act with it. They have to go with it as if, like, as if it's an actual film. And I give them props for that, you know? But anyway, it's... In terms of, you know, directing, I mean, it's more like... How can I do this? Can I do this? How am I going to do this? In the end, it's going to be like, all right, how is this? Is this going to help me? Because for me, I want to make something that I am proud of, you know? Because if the project comes good, it comes good. It's like, okay. Good, uh, like I sacrifice, you know. Others, but then it's like if it's bad, it's like oh, I just wasted my time. I kind of don't want to see it like that. Whether the movie becomes a hit or not, or whether a project becomes good, or if it flops, I mean, you have to stand by your word. That's actually what a good director is supposed to be. Is it like if it's like oh, I'm like oh, this movie, like I thought it was good. Even though it didn't do very well, like, I'm proud that, like, I thought I did what I could. 
and I'm actually glad that it came out the way it did. I mean, even if the work isn't good, at least take pride in the fact that it's like, okay, I did the best I could. I mean, obviously there were a lot of problems with day one, but like, you know, man, I like, I pushed through, you know, and that's all that matters, you know, I mean, you did what you could and, you know, it is what it is. As a producer, I mean, here's the thing, even though you're not necessarily involved with the project per se, I mean, it's still, you still have like director um, duties, you know? Even though you're like, you're not like in charge of the entire production, and you're thinking, okay, then what's a producer there for, you know? In fact, like, why do we even have producers? I mean, I get it, like, because, like, when you see, like, a credit, it's like, like, oh, like, producers, like, what is that? I mean, they are, like, a director. Um, I mean... It's the person who sees, like, he ever sees, like, the production, you know? I mean, they, it's like a company, it's like, okay, okay, I know you're a director, but can you, like, it's basically, I know you're a director, but can you, like, or see, like, the movie, like, and see how he's doing? I mean, and here's what the producer's responsible for. I mean, he's, I mean, Pretty much, it's like he's like finding material. He's selecting the material. He's like there for development. I mean, as a producer, you can hire like has to hire a screenwriter so you can oversee the script. Then, then you lead the pitch. It's like, okay, I want to produce this. Okay, and I think this actor, this this actor would be good for a producer would be good for it. I mean, not producer, this director. I think this producer is... I think you can have this write, have this person write it. I mean, he looks like even... He's a lot, though. I mean, he's also in charge of pre-production, which is, like, stuff before you even start filming. Friends of Photography, which is, like, you're actually shooting. And post-production, which is editing, adding everything in, putting it all together. Um, one of the, one of the jobs is, is like, he can, he's also in charge of hiring a director and other crew members. And you're thinking, wait, what's, what's the difference between a producer and a director? Well, a director, he's more of a creative talent. He's the creative talent, basically. He's the guy who's like, like behind the creative process. Like he wants, oh, he wants the film to look like like for example okay I want the film to be more like this give more feeling do this do that he's basically directing the talent saying doing like this whereas a producer is like he's in charge of looking like over the production like making sure like the talent's ready the everything's ready he's basically like 
it's like you're prepping like if you're like like baking a cake like he's prepping like the like he's getting the ingredients together and then the director's like the baker he makes it you know I mean I mean he's also also the director is in charge of making sure this movie's on finished on time I mean and he's also in charge of you know marketing the movie or like distributing it like like okay show it through like for example if you have like let's say a movie is gonna be like in April and like and the Super Bowl is on it's like you know what put this put this trailer during the Super Bowl that kind of thing I mean I don't mind being a director because so I mean I mean you know, you get everything together, you can set everything up. It's like it's like you're like you're at a job and you prep stuff for the next person. That's basically what you're doing. I mean, there are such, there's a thing as you know, well, director producers. You know, where like there are the guys that are like that like they produce and direct the movie. But, honestly, I mean, but to be fair, both jobs are kind of, you know, they are, you know, exhausting because they deal with the same thing. I mean, I mean, you think a director has a heart? I mean, a producer producer just has a heart. But... But then again, like, you know, the business isn't, like, filming isn't really easy. It's not like a cakewalk. I mean, mean, to be fair, it's not really an easy profession. As a producer, um, I mean, it's just like, it's like your part-time job. You have your employees and then you got your shift leader and then you got your assistant managers and then you got like the head manager and all that stuff i feel like since i'm a shift leader in my job i feel like it's kind of like in my responsibility just like to oversee like production and everything like in the entire restaurant i get it and i feel like this as a producer in a film i feel like i have to you know get everything organized okay i want okay i want you guys to be here by this time okay i want the talent here i want you guys to work on sets and honestly (coughs) wow honestly i'm recording late and I, i i didn't think any cars would be outside i guess they're up for some reason but it all honestly, um, yeah, it's very much what I have to do as a producer. Like, make sure things are ready. That way, like, when things like are ready to roll, it, I can't be just like it can't be just like, oh, where's all this stuff or like, oh, this stuff should have been here already. And that's basically what I would have to do. And here's the thing: I don't mind being a producer 
if I have to see the creative stages and everything. Because she's the thing. Granted, being a director is like every filmmaker's dream. I mean, not everybody wants to, but like the majority of people, like me, want to be a director. But in a sense, it's like I've heard people say, you don't want to be a director. It takes a lot out of you. I mean, dude, an assistant director, trust me, has the biggest job. I mean, you think being a producer is tough? This guy has to see everything. Very much, he's he's the producer's boss, and he has to. And I'm and I'm like the director. His job is like way as it's as difficult as if not more. But it's not that I don't want to be a producer. It's just like I mean, if I were a director producer, then yeah, I would. I can do that. I mean. I can get stuff together and then I can be like, okay, we're ready to go and we'll start shooting. And that's the kind of producer, director, or actor. Well, you get the, you know where I'm going with this. But honestly, I mean, I mean, it's kind of one of the reasons I took my um, shift leader position at my new job is because. You know, in the sense, I kind of want to prove myself that, like, hey, I can take care of this. I want to be in charge of people. That way, when I'm, when I transition to film, I can lead people more, like, you know, I can lead people differently. It's like, all right. Um, sorry, I mean, I'm looking at my phone. I'm But anyway, I mean, I mean, it's not a confidence thing. Well, it kind of is. The best way I can say is like, it doesn't feel like a demotion. That's what I'm going to say. It's not a demotion if you're a producer, but if you're a director, I feel like I can be like one of those directors that like goes on as a producer to, you know, help another director, you know, get in like, get into the flow of things, you know, and like shadow that director or like, in the sense, well, I don't want to say babysit, it's more like, like trained. I mean, there are assistant directors, but I feel like The way is, if I'm a producer and there's a, and I want to be directing, they said, no, you gotta be this, the producer for this director, it's his first film. And obviously, it's like, okay, I get it. You want me to groom the guy, you want me to like teach him the ropes and everything. And it's like, okay, okay, this is, alright, this is A, B, and C. Here are your guidelines. Try to make them into your own thing. Don't just like follow them by the book saying, okay, I'm gonna be this by the book, you know, like follow instructions. It's like A, B, C, D, and all that. And I was like, it's like you're a director, like not all directors are the same. I mean, just because like there's a certain director that you wanna be like, doesn't mean you have to be like them exactly. 
You don't have to be like, like over temperamental. You don't have to be a perfectionist. You don't have to be a control freak. Believe me, there are some people that are like that. If you're critical of your work, show it. And as a producer, I can help you with that. If you want to, like, a certain, like, if you want a certain, you know, creative um, muse, I can help you with that. I mean, as a, as a producer, I'm, it's kind of my job to help you, you know. You know, find your crowd. You can, like, find you, like, that way you can find yourself as a director, you know. I mean, but man, I mean, I mean, even even good direct, I mean, even great directors either started off as producers or became producers when they became directors. The thing is, like, to see, like, I'm getting, like, I'm guessing it's to see, like, okay, as a director, that way, if I'm a director. And I produce this thing. I know what I want. Now I can now I I can know how to organize things better. And as a director, once I like get these things started as a producer, then as a director, I can be like, okay, it makes my job easier. It's still a hard job, but it's not going to be as stressful. But. Just because I say it like that doesn't mean it's going to be like, you know, in real life. I can think that and then like when I'm on the set and I'm producing the film, I'm going to be like, nope, this is going to be this is way different than I thought it would be. And honestly, that's probably going to be my thought process going into producing a, a motion picture. But... I don't want to have my expectations high. It's like, oh, it's going to be easy. Because in reality, it it really isn't. A topic I kind of want to get into right now. It's it's a... You know, in terms of film, anyway. It's something that I've been... You know... Well... It's... A lot of people, like... Well, it's like the most common thing everybody wants to be. Like, like if you can't become a director, if you can become a producer, or you can become this or that, everybody wants to be a writer. And I get it. Because, like, oh, I got all this creative energy. I could, uh, you know, want to make a thing out of it, you know? But it's, it's not as simple as saying, oh, I'm going to start writing this and that. I mean, you gotta brainstorm, you know? You gotta think of something like, oh, what can I write that probably hasn't been seen before? Or I know probably people will like and enjoy or say, oh, dude, that's a deep film. Or, or saying, oh, that could, oh, dude, that looks, that looks pretty good. You know? Because here's the thing. Good films usually have a good script. And when you have a good script, that's fine. I mean, you can have the greatest script in the world, but the picture itself, it's probably not going to look good. Because it's probably not going to translate well. And... And honestly, man, it's... I mean... You can only do so much. 
and it's, I mean, yeah, it's like no cakewalk. Stop walking in the park. You can be like, I mean, and here's the thing. Try writing like a bunch of scripts. Try writing ten. I guarantee you that at least. And if you send it to like a film product, like a film company, they'll probably like ten of them. Out of the ten, they'll probably like two of them. Maybe one if you're lucky. Well, one, two if you're lucky. And then they'll give you a few. It's like, dude, yeah, man, that's been done. And it's like, oh, it's been done like this. All right, all right, all right. That's something new. We haven't seen that before. If you hear that, then yeah, you probably have a shot. But that doesn't necessarily guarantee that it's going to be like, oh, you want to make it. And like, oh, well. Because here's the thing. If it's for pre-production, or even before pre-production, and it hasn't been greenlit, yeah, good luck, because... Just because you have a good script doesn't mean it's going to be made into a film right away. Because there goes a lot of things into that. I mean, a lot of politics, a lot of business. Because, believe me. I mean, it's a hard world if you're a writer in the film business. You could write, like, the greatest show on Earth or the greatest movie on Earth. And people wouldn't even take notice because they think, like, we're, like, be like, oh, that's, a, that's okay. It's just it's this and that. Or somebody like, yeah, I don't think people are going to like it. I'm like, I mean, what people are you talking about? If you're writing for the demographic that you're writing for, and someone says, oh, they're not going to like it, then who is it going to be for then? I mean, that's the struggles of being a writer. And like, did you have to appease everyone? I'm like, I'm not trying to appease everyone. Um, you know, it's not like I'm trying to write like you know a Pixar movie where like it has a certain message. I'm not trying to. Well, I'm not writing a Pixar film. Yeah, my movie might have a central like theme or message about it, but. It's not like it's going to be like, oh, like, like we all grow up and this kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. It may work in a Pixar movie, but if you're doing a live action, it's difficult. It, I mean, believe me, with a shred of doubt, when I was shred of doubt, actually, you're kind of shit out of luck there. I mean, I mean, and it's not just like sitting down saying, okay, I'm going to take this and that. I mean, that's the struggles of being a, a writer. And even then, people aren't going to call you a writer just because they'll say, oh, I'm going to write screenplays. I think it only, I mean, I think that term only applies as like if you actually get hired by a screen company and say, oh, okay, write me this story. I want something like this. And if that were the case, then I'd be like, yeah, I get it. 
but since you're not, I mean, even if you're a film student, it's don't guarantee you'll be called a screenwriter. Even if you take film classes or like screenwriting classes, you're just yeah, just don't guarantee you're still gonna be called a. It's not guaranteed you'll be called a screenwriter. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm not, I'm not saying to everyone who wants to be a screenwriter, like, oh, you can't do it. You just have to be aware that it's a very, very difficult business. The thing about screenwriting and coming up with an idea for a script is that everything at this point has already been taken. You know what I mean? I mean, you can write a script and it may sound like, oh, it's like the best thing you've ever written. But then you find out that it was already like, it was already taken, it's already been made into a movie. So it's like, I mean, what's next, you know? And that sucks. That that's the and that's the and that's the quarrel with finding a new idea for me to write as a writer because I don't like. I have usually everyone assumes that just because I'm a film. Uh, major, it means that I've seen like every movie ever made. I mean, I like that that's the assumption, but here's the thing I don't, I haven't, I've never watched every movie out there. If I did, then I would have like, I would have been like, oh, I can't do that because this has already been taken, this has already been made into this or that. And, and trust me, there are some movies out there that are pretty messed up that border on like controversy. And honestly, that might give me an idea for a script like that. But in a sense, it's also going to, I mean, here's another thing about, like, as a writer, your work is going to get censored. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. There's going to be times where people are like, I mean, let's say you're asked to write for a major studio and you gave them, like, your, like, this is your first, this is like, you give me your first draft and you're like, no, man, I don't like it. I mean, and they gave you, they gave you like, okay, I wanted about this. These are your keywords. Incorporate that. You write it. And that's like, no. And your mind is like, what the hell? I mean, you told me to write it like this. I mean, you told me this is what you wanted. I mean, I mean, and for me, that I mean, th- this is just a, a hypothetical. I'm like, I've never done it, but, but if I were to do that, and they told me like, no, I'm like, this is what you told me to. Okay, you told me you, if you want me to think outside the box, you're gonna say okay, but I want you to write it like this. But think outside the box when I gave you this idea, okay? And don't don't just like stick. This is your. If this is like your like, how should I say like? Is this is your layout? Find a way to alter it. Okay. And that's another thing when in the terms of becoming a that, in the terms of being a screenwriter is that. I mean. You have so much to work with, you know, and it's like. And even if the idea sounds good, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good one, you know. 
I mean, you can write the best script ever written, and like I mentioned earlier, and people are going to shoot you for it. Like, they're going to shoot, shoot it down. I mean, that's fine. If people says okay, and and this is where, like, the criticism of screenwriting comes in. Because me as a writer, I got to take constructive criticism to, like, a T, you know? I got to take it with a grain of salt as well because, okay, this works. I change this. Change that. Don't change this. Keep it like that. But if it's, like, something you don't like about it, like, oh, they want you to change something that you like. I mean, they want you to keep something that you don't, like, they like, but you don't like. That's like, come on. And I get it. But, and sometimes you kind of have to play ball on it. I mean, for me, I have the confidence that I can write a good script because, okay, I got the idea flowing. How can I make it like this, for example. Um, oh, for example, I could write a story about a guy who's been working at a part-time job for a year, and all of a sudden, like, he's promoted to like a ship lead manager, and he and which sounds good, but you find out that he really doesn't want it because he doesn't like he because to him it's like a part-time. He really. Like, he didn't really want to, like, do this, like, for the rest of his life. But, and he has to make a decision whether he wants to, like, continue or not. While at the same time, like, battling his own demons, like, in his life, you know? Well, that may sound good. It may not be, it may not sound good. It may not be, yeah, sorry. It may sound good when I say it, but it may not sound like when you put it on paper. And let's say it does sound good on paper. It may not be may not be good for the screen, you know. Because I mean, just because it works in some places doesn't mean it's gonna be good everywhere. And for me, I kind of like to do these rough drafts that way, like in case I wanna, you know, pursue a project. I mean, I could use this script. And here's the thing. If you're writing a short script for a short film, it's a lot difficult because you're giving an amount, certain amount of time. For me, I want I, I am not going past ten minutes in certain places, certain film festivals. If you want to make, if you want to do short films, they only limit you to ten minutes. Some, well, some, but not all. I mean, and you gotta, and you gotta choose wise because within those ten or fifteen minutes, you're telling a beginning and the middle. And that's what I learned in screenwriting when you do short films. If you're doing shorts, you can only do the beginning and the middle. If you can do the beginning, middle, and end, that's fine. For example, like, I kind of want to do, like, a children's book that doesn't take that long. But it doesn't sound good on paper. It may not sound good on paper or may not, cause it may not be something that you'd see on the screen. But if it works as a, But I've seen it, and it works as a... It may work as a short film, but it's all about how you like how you write it. If it needs to be altered a bit, that's fine. But do it in the sense that it doesn't get altered as like heavily, you know. Make a make a few tweaks there and there, but that's fine. 
and and that's if you're doing like an adaptation. If you're doing like an original idea, it's harder because you're like because you never know. It might it's one of those um, projects that that may start good, well, as a short, but it may evolve into like a full feature. And honestly, I've had one of I've had a few of those actually where I've written something and it it evolves from a short to a feature. And that's and it's funny though because the definition of a short film is a movie it's a it's a film that's less than 40 minutes. That's technically a short film. I mean, if this were an anime, it it'd be an OVA. But but honestly, I have confidence in my writing ability. And I have to learn how to take criticism, like, in terms of... I, and I have to take it constructive, because... I, if I don't take it constructively, then... Then people will be like, really? You want to work with this guy? He didn't want to... He wasn't open to ideas, you know? I mean, my confidence is good. I, it, I just have to learn to take the criticism. And that's one of the... And that's one of my... The worst things about me as a writer. That... I really like being told, like, because to me, normally, we all take criticism differently. And when we ever hear, like, oh, this needs work, I mean, it can be misconstrued as bad, and I get it. But it really never, it, it, to be honest, it really never hurts to hear people's input. I mean, whether you want to, you know, listen to it or not. But for me, in the sense of that, Hey, you're making a film project. You're gonna have to play ball. I mean, whether you like it or not. It's all three. I can really never figure out which part of me like had the stress of dealing with such so much. You know. But I feel like when the time came, I would be all three, you know? And honestly, that's kind of why I feel like I want to do all three at the same time. I wrote it, but at the same time, I want to direct it because I feel like I could get it right, you know? And I want to produce it because I want to, like... Make sure everything falls in order, you know? And... And that's the thing. I mean, I get it. Normally, like, those kind of directors, like, writers, directors... They can get a little ahead of themselves. They gotta be a little conceited and... And just see that smug and perfectionless, but... If it's your thought, if you create a process that goes into that project, then I don't mind being called smug, but it's we're trying to create art. It's something you create. That's how I see art. It's something you create as a form of expression. But 
have to deal with controversy. You have to deal with a lot of stuff. People are going to say, oh, it's not good. Or it's not good enough for it's not long enough. It's not short enough for It's not this. It's not that, you know? And honestly, and honestly, I hate recording outside this. Like I was saying, I see on film, not just as an art form, you know, but, well, no, I take that back. I do see it as art, but the art that I express is more visual. I feel like you need to see it. Instead of me just, like, you know, writing it in a book and you having to read it. I mean, that, that's, as much as that's the cool thing, I mean, I'm more of a visual person. I mean, yeah, you can visualize it if I wrote it in a book, but it's, but like I said, I'm more of a visual person. I feel like you need to see what I'm trying to say, you know? And for me, as all three, I feel like I can do it. It's it's not just a confidence thing, like, oh, like, I don't think I can do it kind of thing. I mean, here's the thing. I can do it. But here's the thing. Uh, give them more, I mean... But the thing right now is about, like, what I can do is, I don't have funds, which means I can make, I don't have money, like, to make films as much as I want to. I mean, I would finance it myself, but honestly, here's the thing. I mean... Dude, I'm probably if I have to raise fifty grand, probably gonna take me like a year, maybe, maybe a year and a half at most. And even then, there's no guarantee that, like, I'm gonna attempt to even direct or produce it or whatever, you know. And that's another thing, timing. I could write it. I mean, that's not a problem. But then you gotta realize, like, okay, when are you gonna have time to produce it? You know. And, and and there's a lot of saying that's like, oh, you need to get motivated by, to do this. I mean, yeah, but the, here's the thing. It's not motivation that's keeping me. I do want to do this. But the thing is, it's like, it's such as like the time and like money. Like, I don't have the funds for it. And honestly, I would actually love to, like, make my own, like, independent film and just submit it to, like, a film festival and people say, oh, look at that. Or, like, okay. Or, like, hey, look at that. If they like it, they're like, yeah, I like it. I think it's good. Or or people don't like it. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I shouldn't have watched it. I don't think it's that good. I mean, what, I mean, that's fine. If you like it, good. If not, that's 
So, I mean, who cares? You know? I didn't get to film to be liked by everyone. If I did, then I would just be trying too hard just to come up with the perfect movie, but... And that's another issue when it comes to people who want to be like a director or a writer or a producer that you want to be you want to be a professionalist. You want to make it like when you see something on screen, it's like perfect, and people like talk about it. I get it. I mean, I want to get into film because I like film. I like the creative process. I like, dude. I've actually had classes in college for. I get to do all that stuff. And I know that. And here's the thing. That's a, and people can make a career out of that. I mean, I mean, overall, I mean, if I, made a, if I was given a million dollars and I was to make a movie and that did well, I mean, I could get paid $50,000 just for creating one picture. And then I could win, like, earn more if it does good. I mean, yeah, I mean, that'd be great. I mean, but I'm not doing it for the money, you know. It's not about the money. Well, if you want to fund it. But, like, in overall, an overall aspect of, you know, getting paid to do it, I don't want to get, I don't want to do films just for the money. I mean, yeah, the money's good. The money's great. But that's not what I got into film for. For me, getting into film was like a form of expression. Like, like I feel like I have to be a like a a visual storytelling. You know, I want to make stories, create stories that you know make you think, like, or give you a sense of oh, I never thought of it like that. You know. I mean, I could be all three. At the writer, the producer, and the director. But. There's always going to be limitations. I get it. And certain projects aren't going to let me be like all three. Maybe it could be two at most. But for me being, but for me being all three, I feel like it, it's possible. Honestly, I have the confidence to do that. I don't want to be the kind of guy that goes into to a set and says, "Okay, we're gonna shoot this scene, we're gonna do this, this, and that." Okay, I want you guys here. I want you guys there. That kind of thing, you know, like management and like. Crew management, basically. It's like, okay, we have three days to shoot this scene. Let's see if we can knock it out in two. If we knock it out in three, that's fine. No biggie. I mean, yeah, it's like the most stressful job in the world, but... I mean, if you're willing to suffer for your art, I mean... That's what art is sometimes. Some, some like sacrifice. 
You want to create the perfect art that you're willing to, you know, you know, risk like a lot, risk your health most of the time, risk your, risk your mental mind, because it does take a toll on you, and you have to be like tough enough to like, like ride it out. I mean, look at Spielberg. When he directed Jaws, I mean, like, he said that, like, if this movie tanked, that that was it. It's like, dude. Then, yeah, man, like, I'd rather, like, I I felt like quitting. I, I felt like quitting, like, directing. And look at Jaws became a blockbuster, and Spielberg became a household name after that. sacrificed a lot and that's actually what film is in terms of like the creation process and and the creation of said creation <sighs> sorry that's a little redundant but that's all it is like the making of it the process of it the art of making it that's that right there that's the sacrifice, I mean, and I'm willing to put the sacrifice in. I mean, blood, sweat, tears, whatever. All for the purpose of art. And, and honestly, it's, it's, I feel like it's worth it. After giving some thought, I've decided to going to a production of my own short film. Um, the script is already written. I just need to go over it. Like, it, I mean, it's a rough draft, but just, I feel like I gotta, you know, like the king sound, and after, after that, I just want to so technically, I am in pre-production of a short film. I mean, not much, but at least it's something to get me, you know, get the ball rolling, you know. Um, the only issue is funding and time. Cause here's the thing, my job doesn't really allow me for much free time. At most, and my first job, well. The new job, I'll get like two days off. And as of right now, like it's not consistent right now. Uh, my other second job, the one that I've had longer than the first job, although I should call, I should call that one my first job now, um, since I've been working them the longest. But anyway, for that one. It's different. I get two days off one week and then three days off one week. So I feel like this is the three day one that I'm recording. So I can't say, oh, we need to shoot on these days, whatever. What I'll probably do, it's like, Shoots most of it in one day, 
like a third, like a part of it one day, and then another part of the other day. If it takes two weeks to like you know film everything, just for fifteen minutes, that's fine. I, I don't care, as long as it's get done. And that's eh, as long as long as it's done. Um, after that, I'm probably gonna have to edit. And the thing about editing is just that I don't like editing. Honestly, it's, it's not. The thing I hate about editing is that it's difficult. You want to, you want to keep certain things, but then you feel like it doesn't work. But then you have to cut them out, and then it looks sounds good. But after watching it after a few times, you're like, yeah, I probably should have cut it. Um, I'll probably do that within the summer, cause I feel like that's when like most people are free, but they're mild. But here's the thing. For my second job, which is my first job now, or anyway, or obviously if you know, I work at Duncan, so I'll just go with that, but with Duncan, I feel like I could be able to get more time with that, but for my other job, I probably won't, because if I do it in the summer, it's going to get a lot busier, you know, because, you know. Summertime, I mean, even if it's not football season, people still need their wings for some reason. So, I plan to get in shooting a, for a short film. Um, I'm not sure, I mean, like I said, I got the script, but I'm not sure when I'll start doing everything. Because here's the thing, after, after I, even if I get the funding, and believe me, the thing about this is like it's not cheap because here's the thing your average short film is between eight hundred and fifteen hundred dollars a minute and it's fifteen minutes so I'm looking towards like ten grand to like eighteen grand between that. And mostly because I gotta rent like a lot of the equipment. Because here's the thing, I don't have a camera. That's one of the reasons where the funding goes. I I need I need a camera. And then I gotta get talent. And then I gotta well I can do permits, but the thing is I'd rather not, I'd rather like you know, be cheap with it until like if I'm shooting in like in a supermarket, I just go to the managers like, hey, um, is it alright if we shoot a short film here? It's like, I'm only going to be in like, for most, like, couple hours. I mean... I mean, if they want permit, fine, I'll, I'll get a permit. I'll just get that one. I mean, outside, you don't really need that much. But if you're doing inside, you kind of, I'm, I'm, I might have to do that because, I mean, what if some merchandise gets broken during production? I mean. 
But anyway, yeah, I'm probably gonna get that project rolling in the summer. Um, I'm, I probably will have another script ready by then, maybe another one. My goal is to do 10 before I do a feature film, but since I'm probably not gonna have enough time for to do 10, 10 shorts within like the rest of the year, I'm probably gonna stick it to five. And every five short films, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably go for a feature film, which will require a lot more funding. Please believe me. I mean, renting that equipment you ain't cheap. Even if you buy and get the equipment, like there's no guarantee that it's gonna work like properly. At, like, well, at first, because you gotta realize some of the equipment that you can rent, like it's used by other people and. But anyway, once it's done, once I finish it all, I plan to enter into some like um, film festivals, and that's actually part of the funding for like like a good like ten percent will go into like you know, um, putting like submitting these um film projects because here's the thing when you submit a film project to a film festival you gotta pay like a a submission fee it's like okay you have to pay this much so and trust me some of these from film festivals aren't cheap they can reach from feel like and like at well at least for for the cheapest like 25 if you're a student or 30 for a regular to a couple hundred dollars, and you gotta, and I gotta find ones that actually do allow short films because not all film festivals allow short films. So, I mean, after that discussion about like the, at the director, producer, writer, I feel like I, could, I should get this ball rolling soon. If it because my only short film, and I have like, and if I end up making two for the, for this year, seriously, I hate filming outside, or recording outside, but anyway, if that's the case, then fine, whatever. I mean, this is all like it. Oh my God! What is it with people driving when I'm recording? Yeah, I know you guys are gonna tell me why you're recording outside. You're gonna get a lot of interference. Well, I don't want to deal with inside or in like where I live because even then I still get disturbed. So this is the only place I can do it where where I get limited interference. But anyway, that's kind of the goal for me right now, just getting my short film, like, out there. I mean, might as well, so I'm just, like, standing around saying that I'm going to do it. Because it's, I mean, you know, the old phrase, and it's easier said than done. And, uh, yeah, people have a point.
Before I go, I just want to say a few words about like the the consistency of these um, podcast episodes. I'm sorry that they're coming like in you know like in such long time frames, but to well to reiterate, as of now, I'm working seventy hours a week for two jobs and. At most, I only get like two vaca- two like days off. So, and even when I'm not in, like on those days off, um, I barely have time to record. So I I just want to make the statement that, and I'm sorry if this sounds a little dickish, but these episodes are gonna come out when they come out. I can't give an estimated, like, consistent time of when they're going to come out as in, oh, it's going to come out next week or it's going to come out next week. Um, for now, just keep, just bear in mind with me, folks. I mean, I, I can't, I mean, I can't stress this enough, but the fact that, the fact that, like, with my two jobs, I mean, it's it's gonna leave me worn out. It's gonna leave me tired. So bear with me. I mean, I normally don't ask much from my audience, but like, please be patient with me. I mean, I don't ask for much. So, just give me this. So, with that in mind, um, I will post on my social media on my Instagram. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, as far as some of the other projects that I've, that I've talked about, I mean, they're still a work in progress. There's no guarantee that they're going to, you know, come out like, you know, my, like my top 10 list and my second podcast. I mean, the second podcast, I mean, I'm probably, um, I'll probably try to set it for June or the start of summer. But probably the first guy, like for my first Godzilla podcast, theme podcast, for that, the first episodes, I'm probably going to release it on the, on the date that the actual movie got, like that the first Godzilla movie came out. So, I mean, it'll happen. I mean, if it'll happen, I'll let you guys know. If not, then... Then oh well. Um. So, yeah, guys, I've been. I'm sorry, but episodes are. I'm gonna try to be as consistent as I can. This is probably gonna be like the, the shorter season for that. So, and honestly, for crying out loud. Really? Sorry about that. Hopefully later on I can record someone where I'm at peace. But, uh, yeah, that's the plan. So, thanks for listening, everyone. 
Um, sorry this came out so late. Like I said, I'll try to be as consistent, more as consistent as I can, but I can't get it too much. So, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.